You're listening to Massive Potential, the only show you'll need to start leveling up in your life. It's time to get shredded, time to take massive steps ahead in your life, and tap into that untapped potential of yours. Let's go. Yo, what's going on, squad? Welcome to another episode of Massive Potential with your boy, Aaron Stevenson. And we're going to be talking about another Mythbuster episode today about shocking the muscles, quote unquote. We'll use quotes there because it's not really a thing, right? When I first started going to the gym, man, did I fall for this myth. I mean, for the longest time, I would just do random workouts and I don't even think it was my mindset of, quote unquote, shocking the muscles, right? I just didn't have a plan. Let's be honest. I would go to the gym. I would say, hey, today I'm going to hit arms. I'm going to hit chest. I'm going to hit back. Whatever that looked like, I would go to the locker room. I would Google. This was back when it was, I mean, it probably still is super easy. People just do it differently these days, but I would Google it because there wasn't like creators that I followed with like workouts. And I would just do a random workout I found on Google and boom, that was my workout for the day. Wow. What a concept, right? (laughs) Really, really silly thing to do looking back on it. But what I still see a lot of people do, and I, I think most people would generally agree with the fact like, okay, I'm not going to do necessarily random workouts, right? That, that, that might be a base level. But what I do see people do is saying, I'm going to do, I'm going to shock the muscle. Either I'm going to change a certain exercise on this day. Cause oh, well last week I did this, or, you know, this is at least what I would do. I would have multiple variations of certain workouts, right? I would have a chest day or like a chest day one and a chest day two. But when I say that you can totally do that. I'm not saying that's bad. If you're hitting chest twice in a week, right? You might want want to hit it in different angles, different, you know, different things like that. That's fine. But what I would do is I would have a chest day. Let's say Monday every day was my chest day. Cause back then I was doing more of a, a bro split, if you will. And then the next time I hit chest, I would do a completely different workout. And then I might go back. And it was just silliness. Like looking back, it was just like shocking your muscles. Definitely is it gets thrown out there, man. You got to shock the muscle. It gets used to stuff. It, that's not how it worked, right? Realistically, when you're trying to build muscle, in fact, it actually takes a long time for the the, the pathways to develop between a muscle, a movement pattern and the muscle that you're trying to work. We'll use like a dumbbell bench, for example. If you're really trying to connect with your upper chest and, and your technique is perfect and you've mastered the form and you're really trying to be able to activate those fibers, those particular fibers of the upper chest more, you're gonna want to do that movement pattern longer because it just takes time and repetition to be able to connect on a neurological level because your brain can activate your muscles and help them fire, right? Help fire, you know, help, you know, cause a signal to essentially say, hey, fire more or fire the higher threshold muscle units that, or motor units that we see within the muscle. And that's going to actually benefit you long-term. So doing the same exercises or doing the same workouts isn't a bad thing. It actually is more beneficial, right? And so most people, generally speaking, if you're liking the, the workout routine that you're doing, if you like the exercise program that you're following, if you're seeing good results from it, as long as you're progressively overloading, which I'll cover that in a little bit, that's fine. You can do it for three months, four months, five months, six months. You could do it for a whole year, right? And that's with the caveat of progressive overload, like I just mentioned, of you just want to make sure that you're actually either increasing the weight, increasing the amount of reps that you're doing, increasing your tempo, increasing your range of motion, increasing your form. Like there's a bunch of different little areas that we can nitpick of what actual progressive overload might look like, because I think some people go in with this misconception that progressive overload itself solely means like, am I getting stronger? Is 
is the weight going up. And while yes, that's important over enough time in, in terms of progressive overload, that isn't like the first thing that we want to look at, right? That that's the first visual thing we can see. It's like, oh, wow, I added five pounds. I added 10 pounds and that's great and all. But sometimes we end up kind of losing out on some of the other stuff if we're only focusing on increasing the weight. And when I say that, it's like, you know, again, we'll use like a dumbbell bench, for example, people will, you know, up the weight in their bench, up the weight in their bench, up the weight in their bench, because all they're focused on is how much weight am I moving? Am I getting quote unquote stronger? But at the same time, they're losing range of motion every time they increase the weight in their bench, which means, oh, now they're doing three quarters reps. Now they're doing half rep. And okay, well, you're not really progressive overloading then if you're just, you know, adding way too much weight, but that's not the topic of today's episode. Anyways, going back to shocking the muscle. Realistically, what most people should end up doing is follow a program at the very minimum 12 weeks so that you actually can develop those pathways like we were talking about in terms of being able to do those movements in repetition to see the benefits from that. And over a long enough time period, then you actually will get stronger. You will build more muscle. You'll be able to activate some you know, high, higher threshold motor units that maybe you weren't able to recruit back when you're still learning the movement pattern. Shocking the muscle, your, mus your, your muscles never say, oh man, I'm used to this. This doesn't work on me anymore. Like <laughs> that's just not how it works. Essentially, if we can continue to improve the stimulus that we're providing the muscle, right? Through progressive, progressive overload, like we just talked about, then the muscle will continue to adapt. Now, again, I get some people might just skip board over enough time. Like you've done a workout program for three months, six months. You're just like, man, I need some variation. Okay. All means go ahead and do that. Right. Then change up some, some movement patterns that either you just don't like anymore that just might feel boring to you go do that, right? Add variation, make sure that your training's fun and you're actually enjoying it. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm totally all for that. I even personally do it myself time to time. But in terms of if you're switching up your workouts every single week, like I used to do, or you're just, you know, doing almost random stuff, maybe you don't have a plan whatsoever. Well, that you're, you're just essentially losing out on the gains that you could be seeing because you're not actually taking the time for your body to have those adaptations that you're looking for to actually be putting on the muscle that you want to be putting on. And it just takes time, right? So as boring as it might seem, the basics really do the best, produce the best results that we possibly can see in terms of building muscle and doing it over and over and over and over and over again is going to essentially be the best pattern or the best thing to do because you'll get better at the movement. You'll be able to connect with it better. You'll be progressively overloading, which means you're going to be getting stronger. So you're not trying to learn different movement patterns every week or every month or whatever that looks like. And you're actually just going to be able to see on paper if you're actually tracking your workouts, which you should be, then, hey, look at eight weeks ago, I did my dumbbell bench at 55 pounds for eight reps today. I did it at 65 for 12. Wow. That's a significant amount of progress, right? And actually being able to look on paper and say, this is the progress that I've seen. Now, obviously it should reflect in your physique as well, hopefully, but especially if you're in a bulk, right? You might end up losing some of the visuals that you might want to see. So those numbers are a beautiful way to say, Hey, trust the process, my man. So that's all I got for you guys today. Shocking the muscles, throw it out. It's just a garbage idea. Definitely something I used to fall for. Don't fall for the term. And my sound fancy, right? Because everyone today wants to look at something fancy or something that, you know, doesn't, doesn't, you know, appeal to, doesn't just sound like a boring basic principle of lifting, but shocking the muscles, definitely not something worth doing. So that's all I got for you guys today. Hope you guys have the best day of your entire life. It's time to level up, get out there, crush your day today, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Massive Potential. If you'd like to learn how to start packing on muscle, how to lose the body fat for good, and how to start leveling up in your life, DM me the word FIT 
on my IG at a.j.steph, and I'll personally see if I can help you out. Have the best day of your entire life, and God bless.